The Babylon Project was our last best hope for peace. It failed. But in the year of the Shadow War, it became something greater. Our last best hope for victory. The year is 2260. The show, the name of the pod. Episode 65, and the rock cried out, no hiding place, in which Sheridan and Delenn analyze the patterns behind the Shadow's attacks, and Londo moves against an enemy to gain power in the Centauri court. Coming to you live once again from Centauri-occupied Narn, this is The Name of the Pod, your Babylon 5 podcast in which we discuss the ongoing cultural legacy and relevance of the 1990s science fiction television program Babylon 5. I am one of your co-hosts. John Cassie, not to be confused with Lord Rifa, and I am joined as always by my dear friend Chris Tatro. How are you today, John? I'm I'm good. I'm good. I, I have frequently confused you with Lord Rifa. Right, it's the hair. It really is, and the eyebrows. Uh, correct. Actually, in all fairness, I, my hair, being as white as it is, yes. uh, I would be totally Minister Verini. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he had he had good hair. Yeah, he had good white hair. Definitely, yep. right, and that would be that would be sort of my jam. Um, yep. So I'll do an IMDb corner snipe on Minister Farini at the top here. Oh, go go right ahead. We're a minute and ten seconds yeah. in, and we're already an IMDb corner. Jorel and Lois and Clark. Okay, continue. Are you kidding me? I am not kidding you. Wow. Yeah. He's been in a bunch of other stuff, but I saw that and I was like, ooh, nice. You know, momentary side note, uh, dear listeners. Um, I was speaking to my, my brother-in-law uh, just this weekend about Smallville, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, I, I was mentioning the fact that there was an episode or two where the Wonder Twins mm-hmm. had reappeared. And he had no memory of that. I said, well, it was in season 31 or, you know, season 83 of Smallville. You yeah. know, right. And he said, you know, even though it ran a long time, I think I could rewatch it. Mm-hmm. But he said, but Lois and Clark, I don't know. I don't know. Now, I've never tried to rewatch Lois and Clark, but I thought it was pretty good in the time. Yeah, I wonder if I wonder if it would hold up. I don't know. Yeah, I really don't. Well, maybe that'll I be our watched- next podcast. I never watched either of them in with any regularity. Oh, I to see. be quite honest. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, which is surprising, you know, being the 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 Superman fan right. that I am. Right. But, uh, yeah. No. I. I. It, you know. It was well. Lois and Clark was problematic for any number of reasons. Right. I, it was never a a uh, uh, never a big fan of uh, of oh, God. I'm blanking on her name. Terry Hatcher. Terry Hatcher, yes. Yeah, yeah. And um, it also, it also gave us the, uh, it also gave us Tracy Scoggins. Yes, Tracy Scoggins, who let's, will come back to haunt us in this program. Put that on a shelf for another season. Yeah, yeah. We'll you know, we'll cross, we'll cross that bridge no earlier mm. than we're obligated to. Yes. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, the best part of Lois and Clark was Kay Callan as Martha Kent. In some respects, mm-hmm. the best part of Smallville was. Uh, John Schneider as Jonathan uh, as Jonathan Kent, who who knew he could act. Yeah, you know he was dynamite. Well, they, and 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 who did they have as Martha in Smallville? That was um, uh, Annette O'Toole. Annette O'Toole, yeah, who was who was great. Who, who was, was great. also good. Yeah, yeah, I was I was going to say it seems 
it seems pretty consistent. You know, Kevin Costner accepted maybe that they seem that they get real solid, yeah, people for the parents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, that was a, a momentary segue, uh, you know, away from you know where we <laughs> need to be, which is, uh, you know, up to our eyeballs in uh, both Centauri royal, uh, uh, you, you know, noble intrigue, right, which we've mm. talked about at length in the past, you know. The, uh, the forms of the Centauri noble dance, uh, you know, being played out big time here. Uh, and, uh, uh, you know, a number of other productive and worthwhile things that we need to learn in what I thought was yet another standout episode in a standout season. Agreed. This was, this was super solid all the way through. Yeah. Very well acted. I think there was only mm-hmm. one off note in the whole episode, which we'll talk about <laughs> at the end because it comes yeah. at the end. Um, and, you know, it was kind of nice to see Mira Furlan getting a little dialogue that lets her have a little fun, right? To be a little playful, yeah. right? Yeah, you yeah. Know. She definitely seemed more relaxed. Uh, and I don't know if this is an evolution of an evolution of Delenn embracing her humanity more. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, it's got to be that, right? Yeah. Or if, if if they just needed someone to kind of play light against Sheridan's dark brooding through most of this episode. Yeah, right. Um, and, uh, and, and it would fall, naturally fall to her with the, you know, the, the, the budding love plot right thing. right yeah. you know those, um, one of those emotions yeah i i like that we got a little bit of the uh you know sort of you know today on babylon 5 that opening mm-hmm. narration from mm-hmm. you know from ivanova um i think they might have they might have kept bruce boxleitner awake for 30 hours before actually letting him do his dialogue <laughs> to more convey the sense of you know kind of brutal world weariness but yeah um you know, I can I can definitely appreciate you know, having seen this kind of thing in other, you know, in other shows and in other contexts that doing all of that kind of mental planning, trying to figure out what your adversary is up to, right? It really does lead to a kind of tunnel vision which is you know, of course, ultimately what Delenn is concerned about, right? You're so mm-hmm. bound up in thinking about what you're thinking about, you can't even think straight anymore. Right. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Stop thinking about it for 10 minutes and your subconscious, which is doing all this work, mm-hmm. but you're, you're, you're interrupting its flow by putting all of this content in your, you know, in your, in your, you know, your gray matter. Don't mm-hmm. stop it. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, I, I, I do I do a substantial amount of computer touching as my as my day job. Yeah. And, uh, you know, not a programmer, not a developer, but, you know, doing some coding for reports and things. And, you know, I will routinely find when I've hit a wall and I just can't think through something, um, you know, that 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 the answer will will come to me as I'm drifting asleep, as I'm in the mm-hmm. shower. You know, it's it's that kind of, you know, once my brain is disconnected from from churning on it right that's that's exactly what you need to do in these kinds of situations and and on top of trying to see the pattern and trying to outthink 
the shadows. You know, he's also dealing with all of these logistical issues about the station that we had many times said we wish we saw more of. So at least right. it gets a nod. Right. Yeah. yeah I, th- I thought that scene was mm-hmm. uh, was long, long in coming. Mm-hmm. Right. I thought that was that was great. We didn't need any more than that to no, get I'm, the sense that, satisfied. you know, uh, you know, uh, oxygen consumption reports and on mm-hmm. and on and on. Right. You know, this is a this is a, you know, 36 hour a day job in a 24 hour in a 24 hour cycle. Mm-hmm. Right. And, you know, what what's so great about this show over and over and over again is that you know, unlike the sort of space utopian programs, right, or the post nine eleven sort of Galactica, you know, everything is is for despair. This one has a kind of right in the right in the center of the lane realism. Mm-hmm. Okay, you know, I watch Bruce Boxleitner bringing Sheridan to life, trying to figure out what the shadows are doing. And it's like, I totally get that, right? Mm-hmm. As a, you know, as a school administrator, I've, I've encountered any number of things that look like one thing. Talk to colleagues, well, but none of our students would do that, right? Mm-hmm. And, and or if they did that, they would never do it there. So what is this actually, right? Mm -hmm. You know, and you're trying to figure it out and trying to piece it out. And I I mean, I can totally, if it were me, I can totally see myself sitting in that room, looking at that map and churning, as you said, that's the perfect word, churning and churning and churning. And I would just need ultimately, uh, you know, someone to say to me, get out of there. Mm. Right. Um, You know, if I had that sort of helper, right. Mm -hmm. Or right. or I'd need to figure it out on my own, right? Right. And right. and 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 for Sheridan, the stakes are so high, right, that he feels he can't take that step away, right? You know, for for you or for I, we're not doing you know we're not doing brain surgery. We're not walking away from a patient on a table. So right, right. right. A- anything we're doing, you know, ninety nine times out of a hundred can wait until the next morning. Right. Precisely. Right. Yeah. And, and, you know, it, it, I just love the way that Delenn sort of initiates the process of disengaging his mind. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. we, we talked about this a little bit in the pre-show. I pulled up, there was, uh, you know, quotes.net actually thought this was sufficient, sufficiently uh-huh. good JMS dialogue to actually copy it. So I'm going to read it. Okay. Please. Because I think. This is Mira Furlan. This is Delenn at his best, at her best. And it's JMS at his best when he's not taking himself so dang seriously, mm-hmm. right? And he's just being playful. You get a lot more of this playful stuff in Sense8 than you get yes. in B5. So here's what, here's what Delenn says. Ivanova sent me to find you. She said you haven't been sleeping. You have been hardly, you've hardly been eating. She said that you have been, in her words, carrying on cranky. What an interesting way to put that. Right? Carrying on cranky. Mm-hmm, Never heard that. Mm-hmm. Okay. I looked up the word cranky. It said grouchy. I looked up grouchy. It said crotchety. Crotchety? I haven't heard that word <laughs> in a million years. Love it. No wonder you have such an eccentric culture. None of your words have their own meaning. I love that. It says so much about mm-hmm. Mimbari language. Precision yes. of language. Right? 
You have to mm-hmm. look up one word to understand another. It never ends. John Sheridan. Something here just doesn't make sense. Dylan. That's what I thought when I came across crotchety. This cannot be a real word, I said. <laughs> <laughs> I just I just love that. Right? Yes. You know, and then of course, yeah. you know, Sheridan starts to talk about logic and illogic and you know, sort of Dylan mm-hmm. gets uh uh, you know, kind of gets uh, gets gets brought into it. So you've been sitting mm-hmm. here trying to think illogically about logical possibilities, or logically mm-hmm. about illogical possibilities. You know, well, no wonder you're cranky, uh, grouchy. Oh, never mind. Your face mm-hmm. just broke the language barrier. I mean, that yes. is that's what we're it's, paying for, right? Right. You know yeah. that kind of that kind of playfulness. It's it's real dialogue too. Exactly. It sounds, it sounds natural, and this was this was a thing you know in my. In my memory of not having watched the show for 20 years, you know, the, the thing that stuck out was, were, were these, these, these speeches that, that in my, in my vague recollection were stilted and, right. and, you know, very, you know, very staged. Uh, interestingly, one, we haven't really seen many of those in three seasons, so I don't know where that was kicking around in my brain. You know, where that came oh, from. Right. Maybe we'll see a lot more of them in the next two, but I doubt it if we haven't seen them this far. Um, and I think there was a second part to that that I don't really recall. So. Well, look, there. Yeah. our memory, and we did this in season one, you know, is sort of mm-hmm. this, these kind of JMS-y kind of lines, mm-hmm. right, that feel like, what is he? This isn't Wagner. Why are you trying so hard? Right. Mm-hmm. Just write some dialogue. Let these characters live and breathe in the words you're going to give them. Mm-hmm. And and, you know, you don't have to swing for the, you know, for the ages, you know, every single time. Right. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's a little yeah. bit of, you know, Sinclair's kind of reserved. You know, you give him, uh, you know, you give him three or four sentences at a time and it's going to come across as being a little formal. Right. Mm-hmm. And, of mm-hmm. course, there's all that stuff at the beginning of season two when he comes on board and his whole goal is to make a speech. Right. 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 You know, right. which I certainly, you know, remembered. Um, but, you know, maybe it's just also that the actors needed to find, you know, to find their their place with each other. Sure. Right. You know, because Delenn, uh, you know, Delenn clearly... was able to build that relationship with Sheridan and Mira Furlan and Bruce Boxleitner were able to find their way to a place where they could be, uh, you know, this way with each other. Right. You know? Yeah. And it takes time. <clears throat> totally. Totally. Yeah. Right. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not at all sure that what they have concluded is right but they have come to a conclusion, right? That there's this, you know, that what what they see in the in the pattern. Indeed. Okay. Yeah. 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 That that maybe that maybe I right? mean maybe there's something there. Yeah. Uh, and you know, again, I I couldn't remember what I was saying three sentences earlier. So uh, the fact that I can't remember is that Zahadum at the center of the. Of the Tootsie Pop? Uh, the, right. <laughs> I mean, maybe it is. Yeah. Uh, Three licks will tell you. These, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I say these things, you know, and then a beat later realize I'm the one who has to put together the show notes. So I should cut the pop culture references entirely. Uh, right. You're doing it to yourself. Uh, 
I am. Yeah. I am. Uh, but you know, I felt that the realization or the 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 aha moment came a little too quickly. Okay. For my liking. Yeah. In that, I mean, yes, you've got the the long struggle for for Sheridan to 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 to, to let Delenn in and to be that supportive partner in the in the mix that both Delenn is arguing for and that Reverend Dexter is is pushing him for. Yes. Um, you know, and and but it seems like as soon as as that's done, and and again, you know, it's condensed for the sake of television. You know, but it seems like as soon as that is that commitment or decision is made, boom, you know, they see some. He sees something. Aha! Right. Um, you know, as opposed to the two of them are now working together, and she's helping him to see it from other angles and that kind of thing. It's, right. It's just like, wait, wait, what was that? It's like you've been staring at the same image for three weeks. Come on. Yeah. Right. Right. You know, you know it. It. It seems perhaps a bit like that. That revelation came a little too quickly and maybe a little too glibly, right? Mm-hmm. Whereas when when the 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 payoff on Narn came, I was like, what on, what did, what, 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 what? <laughs> right. Yeah. You know, I, 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 did I, did I fall asleep? <laughs> you know, did I miss something? Yeah. Right. And, you know, I, and we, no, no I, it was all, it you, was all off screen. Yeah. You know, and I, you know, I, I can understand why a lot of it was done off screen. Yeah. Wanting to keep, the mystery of exactly who knew what and who told who what. Oh, right. But at the end of the day, I don't know that all the pieces connect. Yeah, okay. So let's, so let's, let's break it down. Yep. So Londo tells Veer, go tell Jakar that Natoth is, is being held on the Narn homeworld. Yes. Okay. Um, which is a setup. Which is a setup. But not the setup that we think that it is. That's right. We're we're led to believe that he's going that he's 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 turning over Jakar that he's that he's going to capture Jakar or you know, have Jakar executed for for leaving the station. Um, Veer gets captured or taken in by Lord Rifa's people. Yep, and, his uh, and his minions. brain scanned. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and, and okay, so yeah, so so Rifa knows the thing. Goes to intercept Jakar. Jakar pulls out the hologram where Londo twirls his mustache and reveals his plot. Yes. Okay, fine. So the piece that doesn't connect for me is is where Jakar got that hologram projector. And how right. much did Jakar know how much did Jakar know before going in? Right. Right, that's the problem, isn't it? Yeah, and a lot was dependent on <clears throat> those two groups meeting up. Yeah, so, yeah. And they, they knew sort of, I mean, they, they'd given Jakar directions to where Natoth was supposedly being held, but... Right, and that Veer so, knew that... Right. So right. presumably that it was it was near that location. Uh, right. Catacombs are only was, so big. Right. Right. A that lot kind was of thing. Risked on on you know if if they had missed each other, 
yep. in the catacombs, then then everything falls apart. Right, right. Um, so so okay, so suspend that disbelief. But but really, since since Veer didn't know the real plan, right. the only way that Jakar could have gotten that projector was directly from Londo. Yeah, there's no other way. And the and moment, I don't see, right? Yeah, I just don't see Londo going to Jakar, and I don't see Jakar buying the story. Why? Why would he do this for Londo? Right. That's where my head is. I'm. I'm. I'm jammed on that. Yeah. Right. Yes. There's the release of the the two thousand you know, prisoners. Right. This is, that's a good thing. I mean, I can see yep. I can see Jakar making political calculus and saying it's not mm-hmm. much, but it's but it's pretty good. Yeah. And it's probably about all we can get out of this occupation, right? Assuming that he had proof that the first half, you know, the first half were released and then the second half upon completion. Right. Right, so they must have struck some kind of deal there. Right, because there's no way that Jakar would take Londo at his word. Oh, no. Right? No, yeah, no, no. no, no, no. Right, so something mm. has transpired that Jakar has seen. Yeah. Uh, right? I mean, it has I, to I, be, I, right? I just, I just don't know what would, what would get Jakar to believe. It... it yeah, but it's on. It's done off screen deliberately, so that so that there's the, the big again, the big aha reveal. Right. But it's uh, it, it's pushing my limits of of disbelief of you know of the, of those characters' relationship. Yeah, yeah. There's yeah. There's there's no. There really is no way for Shakar to get or need that hologram projector. Mm-hmm. Right. That's the. That's the pivot point on which the whole affair orbits, right? Yeah. The only place you could have gotten that was from Londo, it seems to me. Nobody else would, would have known about it. Or cared or be inv- they're not involved, right? Right. I mean, the, the, the guards with Rifa were loyal to Londo, so they could have brought it... But again, it still it still boils down to some, if not Londo, some random Shempy Jimmy, you know, Centauri yeah. bringing, you know, t- going to Jakar and saying, "Hey, here's a plan. Let's do this." Right, which we didn't see, and there's no reason to believe. Right. right? Yeah. So, no. so this tells us that Jakar is prepared to sort of triangulate a little bit mm-hmm. to get his people out of these these camps. Mm-hmm. That's in keeping with his character. Right. 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 We've got this... But, div- but, but letting Londo in to even have a conversation with him in the first place... Right. Very hard to imagine how that happens. Yeah. yeah. Right. But, yeah. How does the conversation you know, it, even get started? Right, because it doesn't involve Veer, and that's right. who you'd think. Well, if there's going to be any hope, right? Yeah, who who else would be the intermediary to to make that? Right, because we don't have Natoth. Right. right. Well, I don't know that. Well, she's I, not I on the station. They've... She couldn't have functioned as an intermediary. 
Right. And I don't I, I, I think Londo would have a much greater chance of leaving the meeting dead if it if, if he was meeting with Natoff than than if he was meeting with. Oh, well, you see what I'm yes, saying? of course. I, yeah, I don't think she would be any more, you know, inclined to listen to it. Right. Yeah. Uh, you know, and and uh, what Lanier? What Garibaldi? I mean, Garibaldi might have been able to serve as an intermediary, but we didn't see it. Maybe. Right. Yeah. He didn't seem to suggest that he had any knowledge of what was going on. Right. Was he even in this episode? Yeah. Jakar goes to to to. To him to, to get help to sneak onto. Oh, right. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. I, 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 yeah. yeah. Give me yeah. a. What size package? About this high, yeah. about this wide. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, yeah, I, I, I'd, I'd forgotten that that little bit. Um, it's very it's very brief. Yeah. yeah. Having um, said that, yeah. even though it sort of beggars the imagination, mm-hmm. it doesn't beggar it so much that it's not believable. Right. It's just it's a little strange. Right. Like, right. all right, well, how did this all come to pass? Right. But, yeah. Yeah. It, it's like watching a good heist movie where where everything doesn't line up exactly right. And you, and, it, and to me, it was it was one of those you only think of it as you're leaving the theater mm-hmm. as, you're, as you're on your mm-hmm. way home. Um, you know, you're like, hey, that that he couldn't have known about that because the you know, the the the. What gravitic anomaly detectors were on the Excelsior and not on the Enterprise, and what's going on there? Right. Yeah. Um, the the, uh, the, the equipment for cataloging gaseous anomalies. That the Enterprise the wasn't cataloging gaseous anomalies. Excelsior was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, or yeah, like one of the you know maybe maybe this is more Oceans Twelve than uh, than Eleven. Right. Right. But but still but still at the end of the day. Pretty, pretty darn satisfying. Totally, totally. Yeah. There's, there are few characters. I can almost, almost no characters, who are more self-satisfyingly smug, as Lord Rifa, and who mm-hmm. and who get their comeuppance that they mm-hmm. so richly deserved, right? Yeah. Um, but he doesn't even know why. Right. You know, he doesn't know, you know he, he doesn't have any idea why Londo is gunning for him so badly. Yeah. You know, yes, there's the, the, the standard politics, the back and forth, but he doesn't have the first clue about Adira. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah. And so, you know, on, on, in, in some respects, Rifa doesn't really have as much skin in the game. Right. Right, and so... Uh, you know, a very thoughtful, very attuned politician would be would be looking both ways. Mm-hmm. A, you know, every every minute of the day, right? Rifa seems to be maybe just a little less committed mm. to the uh, to, to 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 the to the dance with with Londo than Londo is committed to dancing with him, so to speak. Right. Well, he doesn't. Yeah. I, he doesn't know that he has to watch his back that much. They had the little friendly poisoning between the two of them. You know what? What? Who hasn't? Right. Um, right. You know. But uh, yeah, he didn't. He didn't know that he had to keep such an eye on on Londo. Yeah. Yeah. And I think partly because I mean, pulling this off is is pretty darn smooth. And I don't know that we've seen Londo be this good at the game. 
and and mm-hmm. you know, Rifa clearly you know clearly underestimated him. He's he's a buffoon whose whose day is past. Totally, yeah. Um, so I found, uh, you know, I found Lord Rifa uh, making every go of getting out of there. <laughs> yeah, I found that. Yeah, with intercut with the uh, with the gospel right music that was very strange it, it definitely had a very clockwork orange kind of feel right. to exactly it. exactly yeah. right yeah yeah i yeah. was or, uh, i was unsettled by it yeah right right like I, and i think that was intentional i, right. I would imagine I, I think i read on the lurker's guide that 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 was what he was going for was was you know, have this this sort of joyous uplifting and then cut back and forth with with Rifa kind of running for his life. Now the lyrics were a little on the nose, but uh, <laughs> yeah, but we'll, right. You know, right. Um, you know, there was a um, there was an almost like a Kubrick kind of like like watching yeah. that. It was like oh my god, it's like I'm watching, you know, yeah, the Clock shining, yeah. yeah, the Clockwork Orange, yeah, it's yeah. The, you know, with singing in the rain as they're you know doing horrible, horrible, yeah, violence. Yeah right. Yeah, mm-hmm. I I, mm-hmm. I thought that was I thought that was a nice piece of, yeah, a nice piece of work. Um, now, of course, you know what will what will come to pass mm-hmm. on Centauri Prime. I don't think we've met Emperor Cartagia yet, have we? No, no, we've only heard him referenced, mm-hmm. and he is a lunatic. Of 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 Roman proportion. Cartagia the ha 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 mad. Cartagia the ha 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 mad. Exactly. Oh, um, good lord, I'm going to have to dig around for the show notes on that one, aren't I? Why do I open my mouth? Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, Mystery Science Theater That's, 3000, isn't it? I, I think that was a Cerebus reference. Oh, good the Cerebus comics. There was a there was a necromancer <clears throat> called. I don't even remember his name. Something the ha 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 mad, and we've been making that joke for thirty years. Thirty I know. years. <laughs> yeah. Well, at least you know it's ne- not from two thousand yeah. and forward, right? Yeah, Necros the ha 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 mad. I think that might have been his name. Well, yeah. I'm looking yeah. forward to reading the show notes on that because I yeah. have no idea. I know that's a you thing, and I got it from yeah. you. Um, mm. So, so I mean, c- clearly, the. Uh, you know the sort of the destruction of a house that was so clearly tied. Mm. Uh, you know, two Cartagia is going to have uh, uh, almost immediate effects, I would think. Um, you know, we'll see. We'll yeah. see. Um, yeah. But he is a he is a proper menace. He's not he's not sort of smug and self satisfied like Rifa. You know, Rifa's got a kind of low rent Wayun quality about him, mm-hmm. right? You know, no mm-hmm. Cartagia is nuts. Yeah, and Caligula style. Caligula style. Yeah, I mean he's frightening, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. At least the, you know my memory of him is, mm-hmm. oh good lord, put this guy down and quick, you know. You may get your wish, <clears throat> right? Or may not, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I liked that we spent a few minutes actually on Narn, and got mm. to got to sort of. Have Shikar reflecting on all that environmental damage, right? You know, right? Because he hasn't been back, right? And and you know, we've we've seen so little of it, right? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. the idea that you know we're basically talking about a kind of nuclear winter kind of scenario, 
right? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. You hit a you hit a planet with mass drivers, it's gonna yeah, it's gonna kick everything up into the air and and you're gonna have temperatures plummeting and right and a real bad time right. for you a couple know, of centuries. Collapse of photosynthesis and, and you know, all yeah. of that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um and uh, you know, we won't we won't spoil anything for anyone, but I know you're doing some reading, Chris. Mm-hmm. That had a mass driver attack that came out of nowhere. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, this kind of thing, when it happens, you know, it's gonna, it's gonna leave a mark. Yes. Right. What, what, what might look like your civilization (laughs) is gonna, is gonna have sort of a before the catastrophe and an after you can reset your dating system. On it, oh, absolutely, because it's so catastrophic, and it was it was good to see, right? You know, yes. that sort of brown, hazy air. You know, the buildings mm-hmm. in ruins. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> further evidence, uh, you know, to me of the way in which World of Warcraft's art designers for the early game drew inspiration from this program because mm-hmm. there those buildings look exactly like a variety of troll buildings. Um, oh, interesting. You know, like I'm looking at it and I'm saying, okay, well, here's, you know, the Dele- uh, the Delen, the Mimbari are are clearly informing the way that the Draenei look. Mm-hmm. And now the, the Narn, uh, uh, architecturally speaking, mm-hmm. are sort of uh, uh, informing some, some troll, troll stuff in the, you know, desert trolls. You know, I mean, I looked at it and yeah. I was like, that looks, that's yeah. what Uldum looks like, you know. Yeah, I, I I did some I did do some some googling after uh, I think it was last week we were talking about the the influence of the Minbari on the um, Draenei on the Draenei. Yep. Uh, and, and I didn't I didn't turn up anything. You know, there were a lot of people a lot of people sort of made that connection. You know, from message boards you know, many years before now, but uh, I didn't I didn't come up with anything that was like from an interview or something that, that clearly led to someone saying, Oh yeah, we were big fans of the show. And, and you know, these, these are some strong elements, you know, you have a, a war of light and darkness. Okay. Well, (laughs) right. Who doesn't? (laughs) Yeah. Right. Who doesn't? Right. Um, uh, okay. So we've got, uh, we've got Londo beating his rival. Mm -hmm. We've got Sheridan, Solving some problems. Yep. We've got uh, Brother Theo. Yes. Back. I'm glad. Yeah. Nice to see. Uh, nice yeah. to see Brother Theo again. Um, yeah, and sort of a miniature uh, Parliament of Dreams going on. Yeah. Precisely. Precisely. Yeah. Um, I wonder how they got off Earth. Yeah. I, I. That was. That was. Yeah. How did they get off Earth and to B five? Yeah. Um. I. I might have wanted a line. You know about that. Um, mm. You know, but I mean, presumably it's, you know, how do you get in, you know, in 2010? How do you get to Havana from the United mm. States? Well, you fly to Toronto. Yeah. Right. You know, you fly to Mexico City and then you fly to Havana. You know, that kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, they're going. Right. Yeah, they're they're going to. I don't know. Not they wouldn't go to. Wouldn't say they're going to Minbar. They would. Uh, no. That that wouldn't. That, the government, Earth government, wouldn't. Uh, yeah, they can't go to Proxima to Three because nope. Proxima is now an independent. You know, but they they go yeah. to they they go to some league. They go to Drazi Prime or whatever, right? And then you know, 
pick up the uh, ship secretly in the night. Yeah, yeah. you know, pick yeah. up, uh, you know, Pan Am, Pan mm-hmm. Pan, Pan Gal flight to flight mm-hmm. ninety three from Drazi Prime to Babylon Five. You know, mm-hmm. um, you know, for, further, you know, further reinforcing the point that that you know that we've been making all along that this show, uh, despite it being sci fi, is giving full faith and credit, so to speak, to stories about spirituality and, uh, you know, and, and, you know, religion, because surely these priests and reverends and rabbis would be fulfilling the role that he, that JMS has them filling. Mm -hmm. Right. So these characters Mm -hmm. feel right out of the gate, totally authentic. Yes. Right. And, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, and, uh, an ecumenical activity against an oppressive government. There's dozens of examples of, of how that works, you know, in, in various earth, you know, mm-hmm. historical societies. I mean, that's not, that's not unheard right. of. Right. Right. And, and <clears throat> no matter how sort of tyrannical earth gov and, 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 gov- and, and president Clark are being, they're not going to, they're not going to stamp out, you know, religious organizations, religious communities. Um, they're not, you know, the, the emperor from Star Wars here. They're right. You know, the, you know that's you know, within these communities of faith, you have sort of a built in kind of communication, a, a built in loyalty that is threatening to any kind of uh, totalitarian regime. Right. Um, right. So, Clearly, you got to keep an eye on this kind of stuff, but uh, but they're not just going to come in and 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 quash them wholesale because that's gonna that's gonna drive a lot of opinion against against you. Yeah, totally, totally. It's, it's in my plan for you know for fascist takeover at least. Yeah, as an as an example of how to pull it off. Yeah, yeah. Um, heartening to hear that uh, widespread opposition is the norm. Mm-hmm. You know, kind of forgetting mm-hmm. that we've gone ten episodes, maybe, without yeah. any no, news, right? No news of what's going on back home, except what's coming from, you know, from the, the, from the television news yeah. from ISN, and that's you know not reliable. Yeah, which you know we only needed, we only mm-hmm. needed twenty seconds of dialogue to say, oh, that's a bunch of baloney, yeah, right. Um, mm-hmm. And I thought. I thought the bit with uh, the Reverend and Captain Sheridan, you know, where he talks about you need a helper mm-hmm. to share the responsibility, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I I thought that was pretty great. Yeah, that was a pretty great piece of dialogue, right? You know, it was, and it was well delivered. Um, you know, I I almost wish. It could have come from someone closer to Sheridan and not sort of a oh, guest star of the week. Yeah. Okay. But I don't. I don't know who would deliver that kind of message. Yeah. No. And Brother Theo couldn't. Right. You definitely. No. This is an example of where uh, maybe we disagree a little bit. I think it had to come from someone from the outside. Right. Because mm-hmm. the message is, you know, Captain, you're you're so. You're so stuck on bearing everything yourself. Your own people won't tell you what you need to know. Mm-hmm. Right. But I, being someone who am not in your structure in any way, 
I can tell you a truth that you can then reflect on. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I, I, mm-hmm. I get that, right? Um, and yeah, boy, agree. it was and, so and necessary for him to hear it. Yeah, he wasn't hearing it from Delenn. No, 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 no. And he's not going to hear it from anyone else. Right. Right. You know, he just doesn't have that kind of relationship with, with you know, with any of them, right? Mm-hmm. You know, and we, you know, we sort of riffed a little bit, you know, in our pre-show about the examples of these kinds of relationships and other programs and they mm-hmm. they all you know anyone that has a sort of military command structure they all have someone who serves as the sort of release valve you know for the emotional burden mm-hmm. right you know mm-hmm. um captain pike had his doctor captain kirk has his doctor captain picard mm-hmm. has his doctor you know yes you know it's all you know i don't think the doctor is named in in the, the the first, uh, uh, you know, in the, in, 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 the uh, cage? in the cage, yeah, he does have a name. I don't recall yeah, it. Yeah, can't uh, remember what in it the is. Show notes, of course, but he's yeah. got that wonderful little like, like it's almost like the 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 still yeah, in, right. in, 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 <laughs> exactly. in in Mash, yeah, right, right, uh, which uh, was dynamite. Uh, you yeah. know, Doctor McCoy obviously you know fulfills mm-hmm. that role. Yeah, uh, you know, Doctor Crusher. The mm-hmm. same, uh, you know. Mm. The doctor doesn't really do it for Janeway, though. No. No. Because he's so self-involved. Yeah. You know, you've got your Dax, right? Mm-hmm. We talked a little bit about how, at the end of the day, the person who fills that role for for Bill Adama is actually President Roslin. Right. Boy, it takes a long time to get there. But you, mm-hmm. get, you get good evidence that it's going, even in episode one, you know, mm-hmm. when she's like, you know, you know, you know, tears him a new one up and down. What are you talking about fighting this war? This war is over. Uh, yeah. What on earth? I'm the Secretary of Education, for God's sakes. I've been president for 10 minutes, and I know this war is over and done. The only thing we can do is get the hell out of here. What is wrong with you? Get your head on straight, right? Mm-hmm. Takes him yeah. all of 10 minutes to, to, <laughs> to, 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 to learn that lesson. Yes. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this is definitely someone who can go toe-to-toe with him and, and earns his respect, although it'll take a long time before he'll admit that. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it took a long time for Sheridan to get to this point, right? You know, his True. relationship with Delenn is not one of, you know, I'm, I'm going to let you share the emotional responsibility of this until now. Mm-hmm. 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 Right. Um, which is why I felt that really awkward kiss at the end was a total misfire of a note. Yeah, yeah, there were better. I mean, I understand, you know, that he's he's you know, happy at you know that they have a chance, they have these ships, they right. they have a direction, you know, but he's sort of swept up in in the the hope of the moment. Um I I kind of get what JMS was going for here, but it it just it yeah. Yeah, it didn't, and it didn't maybe, land for maybe me. Maybe this is me, you know, being a, like, okay, fine, you know. No, it's not me being a being a, a hater on romance in, in, in television, because I will I will bawl my eyes out watching the last episode of Galactica, you know. Right, when, when right. When they're up in the, uh, you know, up in the, in the Raptor. Um, yeah, that was nice. Lord, even just thinking about it now. And, yeah. But, but it just seemed, it seemed poorly timed, you know, the, the. The image of the the 
military man, you know, being so aroused by the the sight of all of these new warships that he sweeps his love. Uh, no, sorry. Right, right. Um, not interested. Right. No yeah, sale. Yeah, yeah, not interested. Um, but having said that, I thought this episode was pretty dynamite. Yeah, right? you know, for something that I liked a lot, I, I seem to have been complaining pretty consistently it, 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 for the last 43 yeah, minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Such is my way. <laughs> well, you know, look, we're... Um, you know, as, as as we look at the way that sort of episodes fit together with mm-hmm. other episodes and the way that they're, you know, kind of telling the story, um, you know, there's always going to be elements that, uh, you know, that we that we mm-hmm. wish, you know, kind of work more effectively or, you know, or what yeah. have you. I mean, that's just sort of the nature of the beast. You know, there's yeah. very few perfect things. So all of this being said, uh, you know, I, I can easily see this ending up. In, in strong contention for my top five when we do our season wrap. Yeah, same, same. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's yeah. it's interesting to think about how far the show has come in terms of of really hewing to its its goals. That mm-hmm. this would this would be a top one or two episode in season one, right? And it's it's yeah. possible that it may not even make the list. It, it's you gonna know? be it's gonna be tough. Yeah, it it may it you know it it's certainly gonna be something I'm going to reflect on. So, mm-hmm. um, so friends, thanks for listening. You know where to find us on the web, on Facebook, apparently on Instagram because Facebook owns Instagram. What? I didn't oh. create it, but apparently this, you know, some of our content is, uh, is over there somehow. Oh. I'm not entirely sure what I did or did not do to cause that. Um, I don't get Instagram. I think it's cause I'm old. I like Instagram actually. Mm. Um, it's just, yeah. it's, you know, it's just, it's all about images, right? Yeah. Which, you know, is, is kind of fun. Um, mm. Rate, review, uh, give us some feedback. Uh, let us know your thoughts about uh, the demise of Lord Rifa. And, uh, and stay, stay friendly. Don't be grouchy. Don't be crotchety. Don't be crotchety. <laughs> all right, Chris, until next time. Okay. See ya. Bye. Bye.